And it's one of these. I don't know which one. We'll find out. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's going on, Ted? What up, Steve? Uh, I love this. I know I know people miss the Rage Against the Machines uh, intro, but I really like this one now. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I got to be honest, like, Taz does great work. Yes. I like it when, like, the podcast, you're always like, that's such a cool intro. Your like, intro's dope. I'm like, man, that's all credit to Taz. That one's a masterpiece. Yeah. I was hoping, like, when I sent, I, when I said, hey, we got to change up our intro. Hey, man, could you just move something up crazy? I was like, in my head, I'm like, I hope he gives me just a taste of what the <laughs> podcast intro is. And I felt like he did capture that kind of similar spirit and just it's aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Pumped up and ready to rock. It's funny, though. I was at the gym right before we started this podcast. And I more often, I, I'm curious what your, your playlist or what your go-to music is when you're trying to get, like, pumped up. You know what I mean? All right. So for me, right now, I'm in a huge Rage Against the Machine kick. So I just grab on Apple Music. I go to the, they have a cool playlist thing called Essentials. So if you have an Apple Music subscriber, you just type in whatever band it is. And for the most part, they have already put together a greatest hits playlist for you that more often than not is better than whatever band's greatest hits that they release as a record. Yeah. So I just hit shuffle. And as I'm just kind of getting tired, I'm working on arms today, just trying to get swolled head, you know. Yeah, summer's wrestler. coming up, dude. I'm a professional wrestler. Meltdown's yeah. coming up. I want to be shirtless. You need those looking. beach muscles. Yes, I do. I got to look good at summer meltdown, brother. Uh, all of a sudden, I hear the intro to testify, and I'm like, oh, yes. And then I was like, oh, it was the Omega Cast intro. I know. Every time I hear it, like, or if we play it during the men's room, I'm like, oh, there it is. Yes. But it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't really care now. No, it's like the first couple weeks, I was like, damn it, man. I miss you. Yeah, exactly. It's like that girl that left you. Yeah. Or you dumped her. We kind of dumped her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. But it still hurts, Steve. It does. You know, it was tough for us to do. She was a good girl. It just wasn't working out. Just wasn't, she wasn't right for us. Right. Brother. (laughs) (laughs) What music do you go to 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 get all pumped up? Uh, you know what, man? This this will shock you, Steve. Uh-oh. A lot of rap music. <laughs> Are you into that, uh, as BJ called him, Little Gambino? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He referred to him as Little Gambino. I almost lost my crap. I'm like, you did not just refer to him as Little Gambino. It's Childish Gambino, man. Yeah, there's a lot of littles, but that's not it. I know. That's not. Let's not give more littles out there. Do you know the story about that name? No. Oh, BJ would love this. You remember years ago, there was the Wu-Tang name generator? Yes. Yeah, Childish Gambino. No. Yes. No. And he ran it. He just <laughs> used it. And he kept it? Yes. That makes me like him even more. I'm tell- it is hard. Donald Glover, if you just look at him and you just make a judgment call or whatever reason <laughs> it is, that's one thing. But if you dig into anything about the man, like you will like the dude. Dude, I'll be honest. Up until Saturday Night Live, I had no idea that Donald Glover was Childish Gambino. That's fair, dude. I'll be honest with you. I listened to a lot of rap. I didn't know until a few months ago either. And I was like, no. Come on, Ted. Like, you're better than this. And I, I would always be like, dude, Childish Gambino on the real looks like that actor, dude. <laughs> it's like, finally, so he's like, yeah, Ted, it's the same guy. Same person. Like, come on. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome, dude. All right, well, speaking of getting pumped up, why don't we just By the way, I saw Kendrick last weekend. How was that? Awesome. Really? What, what's this stage show like? It was really good. Okay, because a lot of times, I got to be honest, uh, 
There's been a few rap shows I've been to where I've been sorely underwhelmed. Yes, rap shows generally are terrible. 50 Cent, terrible. We saw one together years ago. During the day, we saw like T.I. at uh, Memorial Stadium, didn't oh we? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, that was brutal. I mean, but on the flip side, I've seen Snoop, and Snoop is great. All right. But I think it's just because of his aura, and he's a legend. Uh, Ice Cube, also, I think similar thing, the aura and also being a legend. So you're willing to put up with the fact that there's nothing really going on behind him. And when I saw Ice Cube, I saw him at the Showbox uh, Market last time. You also time. saw him at the casino with me. Oh, yeah. I forgot Remember about that. that. Yeah. yeah that was a long time ago. Like, yeah. Tulalip Casino? That was Tulalip, like, when they first opened that amphitheater. Yeah. So rap shows have gotten a lot better. Fifty. I mean, uh, Jay-Z, still to this day. Not only one of the best concerts I've been to, without a doubt, the best rap concert I've been to. Yeah, I just went to his last show last yeah. fall, and I'm a Jay-Z h- hater sometimes. I know you are. That's his, what Ted and I don't see eye to eye about. His stage show is amazing. That's right. Recognize, Ted. <laughs> uh, so last summer, I saw Migos outside. Terrible. <laughs> I like Migos. That was an awful set. <laughs> I just got to put it out there. But then Future came out and crushed it. Uh-huh. And then don't this tell time- Russell Wilson. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about that. Super quick aside. I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, the new uh, running back that the Seahawks picked up. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Something Penny? Oh, yeah. You talk about the guy they drafted? Yeah. Yeah. What's his first name? I can't remember. Something Penny. Is it Rashad Penny? Rashad Penny. Yeah. Do you know his Twitter in the handle? It's Penny Hendricks. All right. He named it after Future because Future's last name is Hendricks. Oh. How soon until he changes his Twitter handle? I mean... <laughs> That is the problem. I mean, wasn't that the whole story last year with the Hawks? That yes. bu- like, sorry, Future makes bangers, right? Like you're in an NFL locker room. People want to listen to Future, dude. But it's awkward when your your guy, your MVP, is with his ex, and and is like his baby daddy now. I, all right, look, man, Seattle people, don't crush me for this. I think Russell kind of made that more awkward sometimes. But how would you feel, man? Imagine if, like, uh, I don't know, you were with somebody. And then, then uh, uh, how would it work? Okay, ah, I'm trying to think of a good. Analogy. I hear you, but he's also he's also no, your quarterback and the captain. Like, dudes, what a, we we came back to what we started with. People are working out and stuff. Like, they want to hear future, but there's so many other rappers they can listen to. Yeah, like Lil Gambino. Well, nobody else made mask off. That's a good point. Right? That's a good point. Sorry to interrupt you. So about the concerts. Anyhow, Future crushed it. And then uh, this, year, uh, this concert was really good. Schoolboy Q crushed it. And I'm not the biggest fan of his. I didn't know that much of music. Mm-hmm. His stage show was crazy. Is he the guy that has uh, hands on the wheel? Hands I mean, on the wheel. I'm not even positive. Yeah. I just I recognized a Weed bunch of songs. Weed and hoes. He said the N-word more than any rapper or any person. I'm pretty sure he's... <laughs> I have encountered in my life. I gotta look it up while you... While you and then, what's it? SZA? SZA? All right, here you go. R&B? I don't know. I don't, R&B at an outdoor, outdoor venue doesn't do much for me. But then, uh, yeah, Kendrick came out, man. And they, you know what else? Oh, I yeah. Think? Hands on the wheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a great song. This is like a... This song gets played at least five times at the classic every year. Yeah, I oh, it's on my playlist all the time. Oh yeah. Oh, it's gonna curl right, right there. So he was one of those guys where like I, during his set, I was like, oh yeah, I know this song. That's a great song. But I think the rap guys have taken lessons from the rock dudes or the EDM world. It's like lasers Ken, and pyro. Lasers. There's screens yes! everywhere. There was a lot more steam and fog. But by the time Kendrick came out there, it was straight pyro. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. So it was good. I, I respect that. I'm happy to hear that because you're, you're, you're working with a low amount of people anyway. It's not like he needs a lot of guys on stage. 
Well, that's the biggest thing, too. They've got, like... And again, away from a bunch of people that just yes. and they hand everyone a microphone. That was the problem with rap show. Like when we saw Ti outdoor, I mean, there was twenty dudes up there. You're right. Everybody had a microphone, a live mic, and I couldn't hear a freaking word. <laughs> and nobody had restraint. <clears throat> it's the worst. No. So those ah. days seem to be fading out. Now I wish I would have went to that Kendrick show. All right. Well, next time. Yeah, dude, it was sold out too. It blew me away. That is awesome. So uh, let's let's just jump right into it though. Uh, let's get our push ups out of the way. To, a chance to get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. And this time, I just I went online. What do we got over here? <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell people. <laughs> oh, I was just hanging out with Cobb last night. He snuck into town for a from couple days. The podcast, right from the podcast fame, and he was like, "Is is Steve coming to meltdown?" It's like I'm not sure. Blah blah blah. And then today, I was like. Miggs is in for meltdown. His reply: hashtag powerful Steve Miggs. Yes, yeah, man. Game That's on, right. game on. Can't Brain wait is functioning. Cobb's too is functioning with Cobb. And uh, you know what? I wouldn't mind hearing this song at uh, meltdown. It's just I went on our production library, and on the front page, it just had awesome EDM tracks. All right. So of course, I click on that, and this is what showed up. So let's get ten to it, Mega Family. Ooh. Dude, I really feel it. Let's go to the late night set. I think I see lasers, Ted. <laughs> but first, let's get on the ground and do some push-ups. Is this kind of where Get Ted came from? It's exactly where it came from. <laughs> All right, let's get Is it good or bad that this that sounds like a real song already? I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I might just bring the um, our radio station's production library to Meltdown and do my own DJ set. That would be awesome. What if we got it like really banging on the campsite? And everyone's like, I don't know what these tracks were, but this DJ, he had some real underground bangers. Dude, that would be funny. And it's just a production library. And the next morning, people are just like, dude, what is the name of that one? Like, production library one, EDM. Kicking EDM classics. Ted Talks, starring Beatrix Smith. What a heartbreaker that would be if we told people these are just like... Just generic EDM stuff that some guy, probably like some 60-year-old guy in a production library made. <laughs> you know what? That guy does drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of acid, and then he's like, oh. Right? He's like, man, I'm not a real DJ, but I'm going to make some beats. I'll show these kids how I to like do that. this. <laughs> Very Diplo-ish. Yes. Oh, sorry. Let's just start over. All right. Tech Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Wow, wow. I almost feel like that should be the music bed for this. Uh, today, we're going to talk about boundaries. Oh. Boundaries are good. Uh, they should be set in lots of ways. Everybody kind of knows, you know, well, maybe people don't know. You know, sometimes you got to set boundaries in, like, relationships, you know, like what... What's okay? What's not okay? How much contact should you have with somebody? And also, sometimes you got to do it with friends and and the such too, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe you have a friend that you go out with and have fun all the time, but 
Do you need to do that five days a week with them? Set a different boundary. And also set a boundary for yourself with some emotional things. You know, if something's bugging you or get you down, like, well, is it just you that it's affecting? Set a boundary there. Hmm. Go, all right, you know, that really, you know, maybe it's something simple like road rage. Like, you're in your car, you get real fired up, but set the boundary when you get home, get into the garage or park your car. You're done with that. Because that idiot that pissed you off probably ain't reworn in there even. I try and do that now, too, with a lot of the... You know what I found myself? My road rage also dictates then my political affiliation at that moment. <laughs> so if it's a Democrat, you're like, thanks, Obama. Pretty much. <laughs> if it's a Republican, you're like, hell with you, bud. Some lady cut me off, and all I thought was... Stupid Clinton supporter. Yeah, Hillary sucks. Her and her cankles and her emails. F you. Tell me about the emails, Hillary. MAGA. And I'm like, what the hell? How did I all of a sudden become this staunch Republican? Oh, because a, re- a Democrat cut me off. Yeah, 100%. And, and vice versa. I'll see like a Trump thing. And I'm just like, oh, you dumb piece of ass. <laughs> Screw you and Trump. I never liked Kanye. <laughs> It's so true, though, man. I'm trying to be better about that, but I just noticed that the other day when this lady with a Hillary Clinton bumper sticker cut me off, and I immediately directed my anger towards Hillary Clinton and not the woman that cut me off. Yeah. Like, that was like, I just wish, I was like, I want to let her know. I think the one, Hillary. The one that always caught me is like, of course it's a mom with kids on the back. I hate your kid. Like, why am I saying I hate children? (laughs) I know. Road rage is that's why bro- slip not they <laughs> suck. <laughs> Road rage is real, oh, and it gets realest. to everybody, dude. When I was at uh, I went to Crypticon to interview Mick Foley. Oh yeah, I did it in front of a, 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 a studio audience. I did it in front of like a group of people that were there, and they sat in a, in a conference room. He in a looks hotel. great, by the way, and he's such a nice guy. Yeah, really. I've always heard that's cool to hear, and it was cool that like, afterwards he made it a point to be like, "You did a really good job." Hosting this because what I would I did I asked a few questions and then I just opened up for people and we weren't recording it so I didn't have to worry about microphones on people I was like let's just keep this casual oh you were legit just 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 doing it it. yeah yeah he didn't want to record it because some of the stuff he might talk about might be in his set that he does like he does a live spoken word thing it is comedy yeah so he didn't want that out there so that people wouldn't want to come see him live which I totally respect. And then people would ask a question. I would give a follow-up if I thought something sounded cool. And I'm like, oh, no, well, well, what did you think was the silliest or whatever it may be? And he was like, oh, that's cool. And he made it a point to let me know that he appreciated that. And I thought that was pretty awesome. But when I went there, I got there super early. So I didn't have to worry about anything because I was like, I don't know how to. You got there early? I know. Shocking. (laughs) Why is that? What's that? No, you're always on time early. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just giving you a hard time. I saw Pizza walk by. Sorry, Steve. Let's get him. Let's take a break. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be eating pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to try a slice. I got lunch plans, but you know what? I'm That's okay. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, the men's room sausage is on there. I'm on the men's room. Yeah. I'm on the mega cast. You get a piece. Long story short, I saw a lot of people having road rage trying to find parking spots, and it was hilarious. Because <laughs> Where I was, was it at? At uh, the Doubletree uh, Hilton at SeaTac. Oh, no kidding. So everyone's driving around, because once you go in, you already get the meter. Like you, you get the ticket, so now you're locked into that lot. So you got to find a spot. Otherwise, you still got to pay. So everyone's driving around in circles, and people are getting pissed. It's like Christmas week leading up to, you know what I mean? And and I found great humor in it. I also was having a hard time finding a spot, but I had an hour and a half to kill. So for me, this was like free entertainment. Watching people curse people out, people getting out of cars, waving their arms. Like, I almost saw a fight. Was there just no more spots? There was barely any spots. You had to wait till somebody left in order to get a spot. 
And a lot of times, a lot of these people were dressed up in their costumes, so they were dropping stuff off to their car. So I'm following them, and everyone, they're looking at me like, I'm not leaving, man. I'm just dropping off my, uh, my, 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 my Jason Voorhees ma- mask. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Such an awesome experience. All right, we're going to go steal some pizza. Yeah. The Megacast will return. Good management and career disappointment. Oh, maybe not. Them all and I'll give you a- what the hell happened there? Well, it sounds like a commercial we had in there, but all it right. definitely skipped our, like, Ted and Steve will be back. Yeah, well, let's fix that, man. We can't have that kind of crap, Ted. What was that accent I just used? I don't know, but here we go. Here's a commercial. All right. Oh, there we go. Ted needs to roll another joint, and Steve needs to stretch. Actually, I have no idea what Steve needs to do, but I'm sure it's pointless. The mega cast will be back. Now break your face up! Opioids. And now there's a new addiction taking hold of the youth in this country. Fortnite. Glued to their monitors, barking commands into their microphone headsets, and building massive forts, all while battling hordes of monsters, totally oblivious to the desperate pleas of their parents. Michael! Don't make me come up there! I said turn off that game! I can't, Dad! I'm winning! That's it! You're grounded! Go to your room! I'm already in my room! Then go outside and play like normal kids! Dad, but it's midnight! This message a public service of this radio station, reminding parents of the importance of staying involved in the lives of young children. Honey, where's Michael? Open the window. Dad, come on! It's really dark out here! It's time to start feeling good, baby. Ted and Steve are back. You are listening to the Megacast. Yeah, we're feeling good. Ted's in the middle of eating. I am. We're feeling good because we got pizza in our mouths. So sorry, dude. I knew we were coming back, but I was like, I got to eat the pizza. I know. You got to know what you're talking about before we talk about it. Uh, Brian from Uli's is here. Yes. So Sizzle Pie, this this pizza is delicious. I've never been to Sizzle Pie. Sizzle Pie, it's funny because we were talking when the break uh, about wrestling in 3-2-1 battle. Sizzle Pie becomes, a, a, more often than not, is the post- three to one battle spot for a lot of the wrestlers to go to because it's one of the few pizza places that's like open till like, I don't even know, like five in the morning or four in the morning. So you're able to All get right. down there. It's in Capitol Hill, I believe. Uh, and you get to go down there and enjoy some pizza. It's very rock inspired. So this is a great, great combination of sizzle pie and uli sausage. Yeah, it's a it's a really good combination. Um, we got with them wanting to do a benefit, and we said, "Hey, we got some really good sausage that would make really good sense on your pizza." And then they did all this stuff to it, and it's been uh, in the works for a month now. And like, I just had to drop off another like batch of sausage because they ran out. Yeah, so so this is the last. All right, so it's the the men's room red sausage. Yeah, with uh, pepperoncinis, pepperoncinis, onions, onions, white onions, onions. Mm-hmm. 
and a vodka pink sauce. Oh my god! Yeah, gosh. that pizza is delicious, dude. It's really good. And I heard you say it earlier when I was walking your paper towels, but you really can taste the sausage. Like, yeah. It comes through. Oh, 100%. I noticed it, and I just love the thin crust pizza. It's, this is awesome. Yeah, dude, I was say, go oh, to Sizzle Pie and get... What's it called? This? I think they're just calling it the Benefit Pizza. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. Forget the, ben- so that's so the we're pizza giving the itself donation. is good. I just want to put that yeah. out there. Yeah, the pizza is good, but it has a really good cause, right? Like, yeah. you buy the they buy the sausage, but then go, gives the benefit. We buy the beer, but then gives the benefit, and then they give a benefit when you buy the slice, Damn. all to for the PJ Sound Fisher Homes. Um, yeah, doing a great cause, more uh, more helping out our veterans, and it's it's a great pizza. It's really. This is actually good. the first time I've had it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just like, man, this is really good. I was like, talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to take another bite. I, I was like, like, Steve, did you already eat yours? No, or you no, shelf I'm, it? I'm, I'm still eating it. So it's going to be. I'm, it's, kind, it's kind of funny too. It's like we took that break and we walked over there. Like Miles was standing there, thrill stand. Everybody's just sitting there eating pizza. <laughs> yep, yep. And we're just like, give us some of the pizza. It's fantastic. Well, that's awesome. And so people can get it now over at Sizzle Pie yep. here in Seattle, all the way to the end of the twelfth. So you got four more days today and three more days till the end of this week. Oh damn! Get on. Oh, it's that close. Yeah. Oh all yeah. Right. All right. If when, when are you guys posting this? Today. Today. Okay, yeah. Today's Wednesday. Get your asses up to Sizzle Pie. Now, right now. first. Yeah. Hurry up before it's gone. Well, right on, my man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. This is great, great man. Sizzle all Pie. Right. Sizzle Pie. I was like, oh, we got sausage. Any, all right. Oh, we got anything else to pimp coming up? Oh, Mention, man. I mean, we'll see you at Red Festival in June. Oh, yes. We got Red Fest coming up. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. New Originals are playing Red Festival. Why only in the wreckage? You know, Washed in Black, the Pearl Jam tribute band. Sometimes I wish the new originals would talk to me. You know, I honestly didn't know until I saw it on the website either. <laughs> <laughs> did we even practice last year? I don't remember. Man. I think we just did songs we already knew. Yeah, we'll probably do Blur Song too, Fight for Your Right, and we'll call it a day. Yeah, and the clown guy's going to be there again. Oh yeah, of course. What's his name? Steve Killjoy. 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 Yes. Hopefully he brings his puppets again. That was awesome. He will, man. That's Killjoy kind of killed it. People really liked it. Dude, him. he was fantastic. Yeah. I had a blast watching him. My favorite part of that whole set was in the middle of one of his songs. He goes, who wants candy? And thousands of people are like, or however many that were there, yeah, I want candy. And this hot girl comes out with a basket full of candy and just throws it to a bunch of grown people that are just now like happy as all ass because they have candy in their hands. Right, you do that with sausage. Who wants sausage? Who wants sausage? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. And have it be raw. So then they're just uncomfortably holding raw sausage and they don't know what to do with it. Mm, on a nice... Or dried and semi-raw. Like, you know, like meat pate-ish. Oh, so you can, it's going to be so hot that day, it. too. Just put it on your head and <laughs> throw it out go. raw meat at people. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, Brian. Thank uh, you, my Brian. man. All right, guys. Thanks, Thank dude. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just badass. Throwing raw meat at people. Who wants raw meat, man? <laughs> that pizza is freaking good, dude. That's so good. Like, I would I have, get this I have all to the put time. Put it away from me. I know. I have it behind me. And it's like yeah. taunting me. It's like, Steve, turn around and eat me. Steve, eat me. Eat me, too. What the hell were we talking about before break? Uh, you know, we finished the story about the, the road rage <laughs> and all that and the set boundaries. Oh, yeah. That was good. Um, all right. Before the cast, I said to you, hey, with Matt Cross. Yes. Have we talked about him and the ladies? And you were kind of giving me this look like, what? So Matt Cross, obviously we've had on on the Megacast, go back a couple of episodes. He was in town. Awesome dude. Great wrestler. He just announced he's part of the all-in show in Chicago that the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. I saw that this morning. Which is huge because they're going to try and sell out a 10,000 seat plus venue, and which is typically unheard of for uh, really an indie group of guys. What's that? So what would that be like around here? Like showwear? Oh, more than that. It would be 
It would be more than uh, uh, Angel of the Winds Arena. That's Angel like, of the Winds? Uh, it's probably close to that. Okay. But still more. And then is Cody Rhodes just, he's just done with the WWE. Yep, he's Ring of Honor, sometimes New Japan Pro Wrestling. But I mean, it, he doesn't seem like even if they ask, it seems like guys like him and like Joey Ryan seems that way too. Like he's just kind of done. They're all in the mindset of I make more than the lower level guys at the WWE or even mid-level guys. Financially, I'm better off and my schedule's more to my liking. You have to back up the truck if you really, and, and same with the Young Bucks. Young Bucks, just have, they have Funko Pops coming out. Uh, and T-shirts are selling over at Hot Topic like insane amounts of T-shirts. They're the highest selling shirts at Hot Topic. And the story's kind of funny, really quick. Um, I guess the Hot Topic guys went to WrestleMania in Orlando and looked around and saw everybody wearing Bullet Club and Young Buck shirts. All right, and you know at WrestleMania, and they're like they looked at each other like, why aren't we selling those? What the hell? So they contacted the WWE and go, hey. We want those Young Bucks and Bullet Club shirts to sell at Hot Topic because we saw people wearing them and we know we can sell them at our store. And the WWE had to be like, those guys aren't a part of the WWE. They thought they were. So That's awesome. So then they reached out to New Japan, which owns the, the, the Bullet Club logo and name, and also reached out to the Young Bucks. They're like, hey, man, we want to work with you guys. And it was unheard of. A, couple indie guys now all of a sudden at hot topic and since then have been the hottest selling shirt at hot topic now they're going to make funko pops it's ridiculous so they're making hand over fist cash so like they've said recently they're like you they got to give us money that they would never give us in order for us to want to come to work for the wwe yeah Good for I, think, them. I think it's awesome yeah i also think that's part of the new you know it's just that's why net neutrality is such a big deal. Yep. Because I think this stuff is all about new media and this and that. Mm-hmm. Like people have access to these guys. You know, even if you don't go to the shows all the time, like, right. you can watch them online. Absolutely. It's not like you have to only get to see WWE in order to see your favorite wrestlers. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, I want this guy to get signed because I can't ever see him otherwise because he only wrestles in the mid south. Yeah. Exactly. Right. By the way, you and the wrestling. So it started with my nephew like a year or two. He got into wrestling. Yeah, he's a big Seamus fan. Right. So then my brother would be like, you know, people people in my family, well, does Steve know this guy? Does Steve know that guy? So now my cousin Tom has started it. Yes. Because his kids, they just went to, uh, I don't know what was, I guess Tuesday night they went to Smackdown. Smackdown. Was it in Baltimore? Yes. Yeah. So they went to Smackdown Live and my cousin's already texted me like, Hey, Brendan wants to know, has Steve talked to this person? Has Steve talked to that person? Oh, I wonder who it is that he's talking about. Do you remember? Ah, who was it? It's just funny to me that now the wrestling, like... You, like I'm your wrestling guy. Right, but it's like I have to weirdly filter because everybody's like, hey, man, can you ask Steve about... <laughs> Dude, that's, that's freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So uh, while you're looking, uh, do you remember what you want to talk about with Matt Cross and the ladies? Yes. Okay, I'm excited to hear this. All right, so Matt Cross, uh, every, Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to send you a picture of me and Samoa Joe that you can forward to him. That's like, I go. Joe's a dope dude. I told him, I go, he has, and, and he's a very nice guy. Yeah. So Joe would like, be great on this podcast. Yeah. He, he was like, Brendan will be pumped to hear that. Yeah. I'll send you the picture so you can share it with him if you want. All right. So Matt Cross is a, you know, he's a he's a bodybuilder besides just being a wrestler, right? Or oh, used to be. Yeah. He's in great shape. Right. So his arms are massively big and this and that. Right. They're the size of both of our heads. Right. So it's funny. Each like arm, not both. Right. So even in that picture he took, like he ended up mentioning it, but somebody else I work with here, uh, they were just like, Jesus Christ, that guy's arms are big. Yeah. Right. So that was like the first comment. I kind of went, yeah, all right, whatever. But then like at the show, I forget who I was talking to, 
But it was somebody who doesn't know a ton about wrestling. Okay. And like he came out shirtless and both of these women were like, uh, who, which wrestler is that? <laughs> and then to top it off, like, right, awesome. that was a Friday night. And I think like Saturday afternoon, I was doing something and Taryn called me for something and she goes, and I said something about you won and Matt, Cro- oh, cause she called me to say how it was it. Yeah. And I'm telling That's her about awesome. it. And then I go, yeah, Steve and Matt. And even she was like, that guy's really cut up. So it was just like every woman I talked, it was just like they couldn't help but mention his body. But I thought women all say, body's not that important. <laughs> well, I think When his, you got a body like that. When you got a body like that, body, it's yeah. just so impressive. It just amazed me that like, and nobody was overtly like sexual or nothing. It just, they couldn't let it pass. Oh, bro. It was funny because him and I had a great conversation after our match. And this is like one of those moments where I was like, I can't believe I just experienced this in my life. First of all, getting to wrestle and have him be one of my partners and all that sold out crowd, everything about it. But every once in a while, I would just survey the situation as far as the crowd. All right. So I would try to. And, and with the lights, I could really only see the first few rows. But like I would assess what's going on. Like, how are people reacting? How I'm, Even when I was in the ring, I'd look out to a, Like, if I'm hurting, I'd look out and try it. And that was something that Matt taught me. We went and had lunch after the megacast. And he's like, moves really don't matter, man. Worry about the emotion. The emotion is what makes you a good wrestler. If you can convey emotion to the audience and they can feel what you're feeling... The moves will come eventually. And even if you're never great at moves, you could still be a great wrestler without great moves. He's a, All right. Of course, this comes from a guy who's got great moves. Like he does the most ridiculous moves in the ring. So I'm looking and connecting. Well, I was on the apron and he's wrestling. I'm looking out. And dude, I'm not kidding you. There were several attractive ladies towards the front of the, the barricade. All of them visually having sex with Matt Cross as he's in there. Yes! Visually, un- not, they're not undressing him because he's already undressed. I mean, pretty much. You know, he's shirtless, he's ripped, he's a good-looking guy, he's got the beard, everything. And these girls, and a few of them were smoke shows, right? And I'm watching them like, oh my gosh, they are IFing Matt Cross right now. So then match ends, everything, we're in the in the back and everything, we're talking, and we're all having a good time, and he's he's saying some of the Really coolest things to me. He's like, man, I wish. He's like, dude, you totally killed it with the emotions. He's like, and, and the way you sold and this, that. He's like, I wish guys at Lucha Underground who've been doing it for years could take a lesson from you. And I was like, nice. Mind blown. So I'm like, well, while we're sharing nice things about each other, I was like, Matt, there was a row of girls in the front that were like legit IFing you. He's like, what? I'm like, no, dude, I'm not kidding. He's like, you're kidding, right? And then he even says, was it? And he described a girl. And I was like, yes. That girl, of all of them, was legitimately, I thought she was going to jump the barricade and hump you. And he's like, damn it. I need to get out there and start selling some of my shirts. And he he left. I don't know if anything, I doubt anything happened. No, that a boy. Good for him. But like, I completely made his night. Like, He made my night by saying that I did a good job selling. I made his night by telling him that the hot girl that he noticed in the ring was totally undressing him and wanting to have sex with him. At least, you know, I mean... Over exaggerating, I'm sure, but she was very attracted to him. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. Awesome. There was even somebody at the office that just was trying to be cool, like, I, like and that's how it was. Like, so who is that? You know, like I've done it before. Yep. Like you go visit somebody and they have like pictures of the family. So it's like, is this person like related to you guys? Like, yeah, that's my cousin. Go easy. Like, oh, all oh, right. Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so, it was awesome. Yeah, so that was my Matt Cross thing. That's so funny you brought that up because I forgot all about that moment until right now. And but. I don't know, like, that story adds up. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't strike me as a very cocky guy about no. his looks or nothing. No, he was legit surprised. Yeah. And was like, 
kind of geeking out about that. He's like us. I mean, minus, you know, obviously we are in way better shape. But yeah, besides yeah. that, he's bigger just, arms. Yeah, dude, better abs. Solid steel. We are solid steel. Uh, I'm trying to think of a female, maybe Misha Tate when she came in. Okay. That might be, I'm trying to think of a female athlete that came, or somebody that came in where just like every dude was like, so who is that? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. We've recently had somebody in. Ah, oh, crap. I can't remember. But it was someone that was like, you know, super attractive chick. Uh, I can't remember. But I had a few people here being like, hey, who is uh, that person that was uh, here this morning? Like, oh, she's in this whatever. It might have been a comic or something. I don't remember. But I was just like, that's funny. Yeah. It's funny how people pay attention. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Matt Cross, I found out. At, and then, like, I went through a phase of being like, all right. Or being like, really? Yeah, like, that's Matt, blah, blah, blah. To like, all right, this is getting annoying. To like, Matt, you the man. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> Dude, it was funny being able to be, like, to be able to notice it and then convey it to him and see his. He had the same reaction we would have if a really attractive woman was IFing us. Yeah. Like, no. I, one time I remember we had. These, it was for a movie. I can't remember what movie, but they sent like these promo girls to come here to deliver care packages to the morning show. All right. A couple years ago. And so we're all talking and blah, 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 blah. And this one girl's like super talking to me and all this. And then I thought nothing of it because I just don't think like that. Right. So I go back into the studio and I think it was Danny and Vicky are just like, damn, was she putting it down hard on you or something along those lines? I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, she was all about you. I mean, what do you guys know? And they're like, yeah, dude, when she did this and she made sure she had to get a picture and she was like, kind of pushed the other girl out of the way to make sure she was closer. And I'm just like, I didn't know what he said. <laughs> I'm an idiot. It's better off I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought that was funny, though. Yeah, uh, man. Um, oh, before we go, I came across this clip and I just thought it was hilarious. I know you're a stand up guy. Yeah. Um, and so it's not often that you see a stand up comic fully tatted. It's just different. All right. You know what I mean? Think about like, I mean, fully tatted to the point where, let me show you the guy. He looks like Corey Graves from the WWE. Oh, damn. All right. Full neck tattoo. Super colorful. Both arms are sleeves. Tattoos on the face. Cheeks. And he's like, hipster looking guy. Handsome. I mean, he looks like a big dude. Yeah. And you know chicks. I mean, I even saw some of the comments about this guy. And they're like, I don't care. He has tattoos on his face. He's hot. Yeah, generally comics don't you don't you don't look at a comic and think that guy's gonna be- beat my ass. Right, right. I mean, you know, honestly though, when you see him in the video, he's a skinnier guy. He kind of has right. a hipster look to him, but right. he's got all the tats. He has the best piece about having the neck tattoo and the face tattoos, and I grabbed it and I wanted to play it for you because right. I, I think it's cool because it just shows the perceptions that people have of people because they have tattoos. Hundred percent. All right, so here and the guy's name. Uh, his name is Shane Smith, S-H-A-Y-N-E Smith. Uh, he did a whole thing on Dry Bar Comedy, the same place that Andrew Rivers' special is on. All right. Uh, and it, the, the piece is called Neck Tattoo versus Mountain Dew. And you'll get a kick out of that because it's a funny story about 7-Eleven in this piece. I feel some of you are like, okay, what's going on with this guy, you know? <laughs> are we at a show or are we being robbed, you know? <laughs> you are at a show, but you might also be getting robbed. Time will tell, okay? I, uh, let's talk about me for a moment. We'll start with some basics. Uh, I live across the street from a 7-Eleven, all right? Hopefully not at Spokane. <laughs> That'd be a bad neighborhood to be living in. Everybody from Spokane is like, where'd you stay? Why did you stay there? Bad idea, yeah. kids. Bad idea. It's not funny yet, but okay, cool. <laughs> 
I, uh, I drink a lot of Mountain Dew, okay? It's like my only vice. I drink a lot of Mountain Dew. I'm in that 7-Eleven constantly drinking Mountain Dew, okay? Getting refills. I'm in there so often that everyone who works in that 7-Eleven, they have a nickname for me. When they see me, they call me Mountain Dew Guy. Yeah. Do you guys know how much Mountain Dew I have to drink not to have the nickname Throat Tattoo Guy? <laughs> it is a lot. The... <laughs> it's so much Mountain Dew, you guys. It's a lot. It's a... For me to walk into 7-Eleven and the guy to be like, Mountain Dew Guy, and the new guy who works there to be like, not Throat or Face Tattoo Guy? <laughs> He drinks more Mountain Dew than the fact that he ruined his life by tattooing his face. And the guy's like, yeah, what aren't you getting about this, you know? Yeah, uh, I also know it was a bad idea to tattoo my face, just so we're all on the same page, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, when I tattooed my face, well, I didn't. When I got my face tattooed, <laughs> When I got my face tattooed, I was like, there will be positives and there will be negatives, you know? I want to be honest with you guys. It has been mostly negative so far, okay? <laughs> I can't even think of one positive. I'm going to be real with you guys. Uh, so I'm here to make you laugh tonight, but I'm also here to say, if some of you are thinking about tattooing your face, probably don't, okay? <laughs> One time after a show, a lady comes up to me and she's like, don't be so hard on yourself. And I'm like, thank you so much. Will you give me a job? And she was like, it's nice meeting you. <laughs> Come back. I need work. I know. I always wonder about the face tats. It's a and, commitment, man. And they're so fashionable now. That's the only thing I will ever say about tattoos. In the last... 10, I mean, they got fashionable, but in the last 10 years, they are so fashion. Like, you always had to, to, tattoos. Since college. Right. Throw was always, like... So and 20 I, years now. She's right, over I, 20. Dude, trust me. I was telling people here at work who work on the street team, like, uh, the one girl. Quinn? Like, yes. She's a giant Pittsburgh fan. Yeah, I know. Penguin fan. Yeah, right? that's so why I knew it had to be her, because right. you probably were trolling her. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking caps. Go Caps, by the way. Yeah, go Caps. C-A-P-S. Caps, Caps, Caps. Uh, so I was like, yeah, last time Caps won, I was like, I was your age, and that was 20 years ago. Oh. Right? Uh, no, but I just feel like tattoos have become so fashionable. Yep. I just worry some of these people aren't going to want them. Yeah, you know, I, I I worry about that myself when I see sometimes super young people fully tatted. It's like I remember getting a tattoo in college on my ankle, and then I got another one on my calf, and then it took forever until I got another one because it was like I put thought into it, and I just wanted to make sure. And then slowly but surely, as I got older, I was like, okay, I'm a hundred percent committed to having tattoos. I'm fine with it. I also think a lot of it has to do with I did not have this when I was getting tattoos, and I kind of wish I did also recently when I got that chest piece because it was so unbearable. There's now ointment or uh, lotions that you can put on that numb your skin called Dr. Oh. Numb. So a lot of times what kept people from getting tattoos was the pain, the pain. And I ain't ever going to act like Captain Tough Guy and be like, oh, man, pain's not bad. And I just had a conversation with someone recently. And they're just saying like, oh, that, that, I slept during that piece of the tattoo. I'm like, oh, you're Captain Tough Guy. Right. I was like, no, I was holding on for dear life when I got my chest piece. It sucked. And then I was thinking about that. And I'm just like, well, if you eliminate that, then it's almost... Oh, no big deal. If you numb up the skin, granted, you still feel it, but it's not unbearable at times. Yeah, I just, I just wonder with some people because they, they are so fashionable. I just, it's like that's just a commitment. Like slow it, your roll, right? Yeah, like you know? ease into it. You don't need to get a, a full sleeve in one day. 
Yeah. Right? But I think people just want that look. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You just get those cool sleeves you buy at Hot Topic. I follow a kid on uh, Instagram or on Twitter. I'll leave his name out of it, but he clearly wants to be a rapper. Okay. So he's on. He's sitting right in for you, go. Right. Yeah. So he's in the chair constantly getting face tats and neck tats. And I'm just like, all right, but if you're not a rapper, like, it's like that what that guy was talking about. Like, I don't know. You know, you just. Like, I have friends that are my age, right? They're 37. They're whatever they wanted to do didn't work out. They have kids now. Like, they need just freaking jobs. Yeah. Like, the idea of going out for this career is kind of over. So, I just, that's the only thing I worry about the face tattoos. Like, what happens when you just need a job? I'm not saying it's a job you want. You just need a job, blah, blah, blah. And you don't want people who haven't. Uh, dude, I've that for the longest time. I stayed away. And I, I probably will never get a hand tattoo or a neck tattoo. And it's not for any reason other than I'm just not, it doesn't, I don't want those on me. And yeah. it's like, I don't have any issue. I have friends who have face tattoos. I have no issues. Yeah, I like, got no issue with them at all. But but for a long time, I went, I stayed away from it just in case my career ended. And I was like, I have to figure out something else. I don't want to limit myself. I mean, at this point, I feel like, okay, I'm in a situation where I probably could if I wanted to. I just don't. You should. All right. I'll get Ted's face on my neck. Yeah. And you know, that, that should Matt be my- Cross's muscle on my other neck. That'll be my first tattoo. Just a cheek tattoo. Yes. <laughs> well, your friend, if everything doesn't work out, at least once a year for Halloween, he could dress up as Post Malone. Don't talk about Wyatt that way. Ouch! Wyatt only in the wreckage. You could catch him at Red Festival. <laughs> I just saw him post like a people did. call, right? I know, and I was like, that, that, that's why I put congratulations. I was like, I hope people get this joke. Oh, that's awesome. Right? I haven't seen that, but that's funny. <laughs> thank you, Steve. I like it. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, thank you. Uh, it's a little bit short of a mega cast. I got a meeting to head on off to, a.k.a. All right. a. lunch. All right, um, nice. After I eat this pizza. Yeah. All right, thank you. And you can follow us on Twitter. The Megacast. Yeah. It's been fun, Ted. Oh, this Saturday, come hang out with us, uh, Bruiser Brody. It's playing over at Jazz Bones in Tacoma. We're playing uh, with Wyatt Only in the Wreckage. Oh, no kidding. Anti-Hero, Jazz nice. Bones, Saturday night in Tacoma on 6th Ave. And before it, at 7.30, Bruiser Brody doing a meet and greet at Mary Mart, Mart Pot Shop. Oh, no kidding. Yes. Dope. Exactly. <laughs> so come say hi. If you're coming to see the show, get down there early and uh, just swing by and hang out at Mary Mart, um, medic- not medical, marijuana dispensary. Dude, I think Mary Mart sponsored one of the fighters at uh, EQC. I wouldn't be surprised. Ago. Yeah. Shout out to Billy and Misha. Good people over there at Mary Mart. Apparently Sonic's guy works there. Oh, no kidding. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, Billy's always been super great to me. Billy's the best. So yeah. 7.30, Mary Mart this Saturday. Bruiser Brody, the Rev will be there too. Oh. So it's a mix cast slash Bruiser Barty. Bruiser Brody party. All right. A meat and weed. Yeah. 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 Sign them and smoke them, Steve. Yeah, baby. All right. Let's get 10. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And this track cut out, Steve. Damn it. Stupid track. All right, I guess we're done. Yeah, it's four in the morning, dude. Shut it down. Fine, Dad. I'll go to bed.